We had a wild finish in Atlanta. Indie Week is over. And a new book is coming out today. So this is FR Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Pluck. I'm Eric Richardson. Let's get right into the book. So uh, we've been sitting on this for a while. We've talked a little bit about it, but our, our good friend Andy Amendola has written a new book. And we've got copies. So the secret's kind of out of the bag that um, Andy had, you know, he's been on the show. He's, you know, he's been on a couple times with us. And, uh, yeah, oh, been on Grudge Talk and then did a, a live with us. Tuesday. Yep. So Andy reached out and he said, hey, I'm thinking about doing a, an indie car book. You mind, like, I know you guys are, you know, pretty knowledgeable in indie car. And he asked if we would uh, give him some feedback on on his ABCs of IndyCar book. And we, we said, yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course. so we we kind of played the role of creative consultant, I guess. And uh, the proof is in the back of the book, <laughs> as you yes, can see. Is. So uh, now we're really excited. So Andy uh, sent this to us recently and signed it for my kids. And uh, actually, kids are in the book uh too they they helped with the um yep kind of kind of beta testing it so andy will be on in a couple of weeks he's doing his launch march 1st and uh you know he's he's got his his book launch and getting everything going but the coolest thing about this book is if you see the back side of it this isn't a it's gonna be hard to focus this but this is an official IndyCar licensed product, official product of Indianapolis Motor Speedway, has the official Indianapolis Motor Speedway seal on the back of the book. Um, so Andy, you know, I'm not going to steal his thunder. He'll be on to talk about it, but he worked with IndyCar on this uh, to, you know, get some, you know, and he's using some of the licensing. This book's going to be for sale at, at IndyCar events and at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway gift shop. So, yeah, I'm uh, excited to go to the Grand Prix and find the book in the store yeah be like hey look that's me i'm in the <laughs> you know i had the pleasure to have lunch with andy back in that's december right. you did and there's no photos <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> but great guy book. awesome books um very much a pleasure to be able to hang out and just chat for a little while yeah, so you you got to meet andy in person and uh go to redracerbooks.com and uh books for sale. I believe it's going to be on Amazon or, you know, you go to an indie race or a Indianapolis motor speedway gift shop, pick up a copy. It's a great book for your kids. He also has the, uh, the ABCs of you know, race car basics and the, the ABCs of formula one. I hope I got the title of that. Right. <laughs> I'm going, I, I, I've read this book to my kids numerous times and I've like, I've just spaced on the name. Sorry, Andy, but but yeah, he's this is his third book, and uh, got all three. My kids really enjoy it, and really cool to be a part of it. I mean, just a, a tiny little part of his his newest book. So, congratulations, Andy! We're really excited that this book is out. So, go pick up a copy for your kids; they'll love it. Yeah, ABC's racing for Formula One and all about race cars. Thank you. I I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> I blame I blame it's it being late, late and with two young ones. It happens. Yeah, I couldn't get him to bed. Now I'm just kind of like, so that's uh, that's why you got the drink in your hand, right? Yeah, that's right. Michelob Ultra. 
And I've been subtly trying to get Michelob Ultra's attention for weeks now, if you haven't noticed. I've been <laughs> drinking a lot of these. Uh, 95 calories, 2.6 carbs. Michelob Ultra. I got to get to Phoenix sometime so we can do the Talladega Nights uh, commercials. We have a lot of fun, a lot of laughs on the track. <laughs> you don't chew big red. You. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Andretti Karting opened in Arizona this week. Uh, so big line to get yeah, in on the first out. day. Oh, I uh, believe it. Yeah, big, big line to get in. Uh, looks really cool. Can't wait to check that out. I was talking to Mark Vickers actually the other day, and he's like, I'm going to have my birthday party. Because I'm going to have a birthday <laughs> party there because I'm going to be in a cart for four hours straight. <laughs> like, awesome. That'd be fun. Oh, I said, I'll see you there, that. buddy. Uh, hey, no, Andretti got a little bit more famous after Formula One snubbed him. Yeah. Which that would bring even more people in Formula One now, but. Oh, oops. Don't yeah, hey, we got, we got a race this weekend. We do. Sat- Saturday morning. Yeah, it's coming up. Race number one. I watched. Uh, I want to see if it's Red Bull again or somebody knocks him off. Yeah, I watched. Um... FP well a little bit of FP one I saw most of FP two, and uh, you know Red Bull didn't look very good. I mean you know they were up there, but I think Max was like sixth or something like that. I feel and, like I see that a lot. Yeah, and Piastri's like, practices. yeah, we'll see, we'll see uh, during you know tomorrow the sandbags come off of the, that machine and then they run away. But you know, Daniel Ricardo at the fastest time of FP one. And you know the memes are going around that they accidentally switched the plans for the uh, the RB versus the Red Bull car. Well, was it Alpha Tori, Hugo Boss, Red Bull Junior, whatever Toro Rosso. you want to call him now? Isn't that the uh, Red Bull car from last year? That's allegedly the case. I, I honestly I've heard that before, but I have not honestly looked into it to see if that really is what they did, but. Basically, yeah, said, here's the supposed rumor. Here's here's the RB19. That'll get you into podium position <laughs> with a new livery on it. Yeah, the Visa Cash app, swipe, chip, credit card, Apple Pay, Visa Cash app, whatever it's called. Red Bull Junior. The Junior, the Junior Bulls. Oh man. And uh yeah, let's. Yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta had a uh, wild weekend. Yeah, I didn't get to see much of the race, but what a finish! What a finish! The that three wide finish that was the closest three car finish ever in NASCAR. I want to say. Yeah, I know it's the third closest race finish. But it. I almost want to say that's the closest one because it actually involved three cars, not just two. Yeah, and, and Clint Boyer's like, I th- uh, he goes like, I think Blady got it. I'm like, nope, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And Suarez had such a run on that outside. Oh to man, get it started by himself. Did you see uh, Kyle Busch? Um, wrote on social media like, all I needed was like a couple more inches or something like that. And, and, and then his, his wife had his wife commented, <laughs> I've been saying that for years. 
Oh, gotta love the pun jokes. <laughs> oh man, that that is fantastic. I I saw that and I just burst out laughing. He's been a lot more mellow since he left Gibbs. It's like what? It, it must be something with Gibbs racing. Like they have to have the villain. Yeah, yeah. Denny's kind of uh, taken over Denny the uh, is role there. Gladly taking that over and. I mean, Ty Gibbs is like, all right, I'm leaving. Take it. Here you go. Here you go, Denny. And, you know, Ty Gibbs has earned many friends in his his couple of years in the Cup Series and even in his Xfinity days. But, man, that... Uh... I'm trying to think back now. It's been too long on the Xfinity race. I watched the truck race for a little bit. Well, Bailey Curry lost his lid. Yeah. Literally lost the roof List, of his truck. Literally, yeah. yeah. This convertible truck. I know R&D's looking at it. He got hit or something, and air started getting in between the windshield, and, and it just ripped it off. That was pretty wild. i got to refresh myself here. Because um, we had Kyle Busch win the truck race. He had Austin Hill. Yeah, he went two for two. Yep. What Jesse Love won pole two for two. And we got Las Vegas this weekend. Yeah, Jesse Love is going to be really interesting to watch. I mean, just he's like what nineteen or something like that. Just yeah, I think of, that's what you said. I actually haven't looked yeah, at it. It's like nineteen years old. Just so much raw talent. We can convert that into wins. He's going to be really, really good. Shane Van Giesbergen finished third in the Xfinity race. Yep. I almost wish Atlanta went back to their original where you actually had to drive the track and race the cars. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like the new config. It's just so wild. Just flying around there. I just like the new name of it. Atlanta Super Speedway. Yeah, if you figure <laughs> that one out. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on air, but... You can fit, yeah, I think they can figure you, it out. You can get it from there. It'd be yeah, awesome yeah. if they designed a logo with the initials. Somebody did the... Uh, they took the Talladega logo and changed Talladega to Atlanta. Yeah, Bailey Curry finished 30th place, and its final status just says damage. <laughs> A little bit. Damage. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so IndyCar is coming up here two weeks. I guess a week and a half now. Um, we got Vegas this weekend. We got Phoenix the following weekend. Woo! Got my... Uh... Got my uh yeah, hide the barcode. Got my pit passes right here. Nice. Got, got my wristband. So uh head into the, the Xfinity race. Swing by the garage to see what's now. up. I still got a little while to wait. What's I'm what's totally on your man. uh what's your travel agenda? You're gonna do the five hundred this year? What you got what else you got? Um probably gonna do the Grand Prix again. 
there early May. Um, we'll be at the 500 again between turns one and two. And then um, planning on the Brickyard. Oh, that's right. The return right. to the Oval. Speaking excited of that, about that. Speaking of that. We had a busy week at Indianapolis. Yeah, it was it was Indie Week in the uh, the esports world here. So that was two- actually unplanned. It just lined up that way. Yeah, I, I was like, he must have done that on purpose, line the indie up with that, but no, not at all. No, you just didn't. Pure you, dumb you just, luck. Just... <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> when I when I realized that, I'm like, oh wow, we're gonna do back to back nights at Indianapolis on the oval. And I was like, wow, he must have planned that. No, it's just a coincidence. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So oh, um Tuesday night, we got into a fuel mileage race. Yeah, it very much ended up fuel mileage top three. Great fuel saving. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they pulled that one off. <laughs> I, I I ended up pitting early on accident because I went sliding out of four and I saved it, but I'm maybe 25, 30 feet from the pit entrance. And I'm just I'm like trying to slow myself down. And I'm just like, there's no way I can get back onto the track safely. So I got a pit. And now my focus is just get myself slowed down enough to get on a pit lane without a speeding penalty. And uh, I managed to do that. And then we got a caution a lap later and was like, whatever. I actually went a lap down early and ended up catching a lucky dog out around and just slowly worked. You finished what? Sixth. Yeah, it was sixth. I had a, I had to make a late stop for fuel. So I finished a lap down in eighth. Yeah, after that, I had an early incident, kind of got caught up high, and it wasn't a hard hit on the wall between one and two, but just enough, and I thought it was going to be way down finish, but luckily that one fast repair we get, it saved me. Yeah, I I must have had some damage. I think somebody popped me during a restart and ran into the back of me because... The uh, it's trying to get me to use my fast repair, and I I opted to wait on it because I wasn't too far off the pace, so I'm just like I'm not gonna waste my fast repair now, because it's like oh I got really really minor damage. I use my fast repair and then I have a big accident, and like well now I'm screwed. So so I opted to save the fast repair, and I just said ah whatever with ten to go I used it, and uh, whatever just just bad fuel strategy just didn't work out. Uh, congrats to Dirk Booker with the first place. Uh, Bill Colley finishing second. Bill, yeah. The, yeah. the win last week. And then Joe Hutchings coming back with a strong third place finish. Bill, man, he started in the back. And just kind of, the, kind of casually just kind of just started working his way to the front later on. And uh, he was just hanging back there, hanging back there. And then he's just methodically moving his way up through the field. And next thing you know, he's competing for the win. Like, where? Yeah. Like, I I need to go back and, like, kind of fast forward watch some of this. Because I just don't, (laughs) I don't just, I don't get it how he worked his way through the field like that. He just, it's like, okay, time to go. And and just worked his way through. Just really. Yeah, that fuel savings helps because a lot of those front runners, we all had to pit. We all stopped in the last 10 at some point. Yeah, I know one pit with one to go. A lot of people are cutting it real close. So for uh, 
for Wednesday. I think that was probably our hardest track on the schedule. We got That's... the two road courses, but we got some wide tracks coming up. Yeah, yeah, we got Road Atlanta coming up, and we got some Auto Club. We got Las Vegas. Is Texas Homestead is in there. Texas Homestead, yep. Milwaukee. A... <laughs> Milwaukee, that's gonna be a fun one. Oh man, we get 15, 18 cars on Milwaukee. Ooh, Iowa's yeah. gonna be a blast. Iowa's gonna get really messy. Yes, yeah, I got some exciting racing coming up here. We got to get the stream fixed too. Taka had some. uh he didn't. He said on his iRacing, it wasn't choppy at all, but the stream was super choppy. So I was working with him to try to tweak the settings, see if we can get that fixed before next week. So, um, you know, it's what it is, but we'll we'll get that fixed up. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Road Atlanta next week. So Wednesday night, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I screwed up, and. Uh, the Brickyard 100, is what the race was called, was really the Brickyard 112.5. Uh, because, and, and I'm looking at this now to see what I put. Yeah, I, I, I screwed it up. So I put 40 laps on the schedule, called it the Brickyard 100, and then inadvertently put 45 laps into the race config and i realized it like five laps in i'm like wait this is out of 45 laps i'm like oh i guess we're getting some bonus racing tonight oops and uh we, we ran 45 laps and arguably the last five laps were some of the most interesting so it's like hey that worked out in the end oops um so didn't didn't impact fuel or anything like that. The you know the, the competition caution at lap 20 gave us about 22, 21, 22 laps under green for the second half. Now I think that potentially did affect the outcome. It did. Oh, it definitely changed the outcome of it, but the probably well, more than likely changed the outcome. The laps led Colton with five yeah well colton was also sitting back there waiting i mean if, yes. if it was 40 he probably would have made his move earlier i think probably still would have caught him but uh, yeah I, I screwed that one up but it I, and then in my case i finished fifth yeah and uh and dylan berens him and i were fighting and and mark olette uh, all three of us and Bill Mulfield was, you know, was part of that pack fighting in the second half and he broke free and pulled away while the three of us kind of fought for the fifth position. And uh, I think with about six to go, I, just, when I finally made my, I decided to make my move on Dylan, he slid, he was, uh, he didn't have much left in tires and I saved a little bit better and stuck it low on a run and and he said to me after the race he's like wow because i you know i saw you making that low run i couldn't believe you stuck that <laughs> and uh i made that run and i i looked at my tires i still had 82 percent on that second stint uh, at the end on my front right so i it was yeah i ran a pretty conservative uh, really conservative first half not as as in the second half but uh it it 
it helped. It saved me at the end uh, for that to pull off that top five finish. So I guess I should have done my job too, is helping run the league. Um, double checking here. <laughs> Texas and Kansas have 75 laps and Dover has 85. And that's what's in the stats here. Yeah. So those are good. Yeah. Okay. Our apologies. <laughs> We will never claim to be the smartest people out there. No, I mean, sometimes, you know, what's what's the Bob Ross line? The happy little accident or Yeah. Yeah. It was a happy little accident. That that five bonus laps we put in there proved to be pretty uh pretty entertaining. So Yeah, I got to watch. Unfortunately couldn't run, but it was fun watching. Some good racing. And Hunter unveiled the truck schedule next month. Uh, on that note, Hunter will be joined. I don't know if he said anything on that on the broadcast. I haven't watched it yet. Hunter will be coming back in the truck uh, and leaving the booth. So we are looking for a new broadcaster. If you are interested in broadcasting, it is a paid gig. If you are looking at or interested in broadcasting Wednesday night dash, we'll be posting something this weekend. And, uh, We'll, we'll be uh, taking candidates and honestly, like we want to get a couple announcers in here because we do special events. We've got other things we have planned too. We kind of want to build that announcer bench that, you know, yeah, we have a primary Wednesday night dash announcer, but if, you know, we need somebody to fill in or we have a special event. We want to have people available that we can bring in. And you know, obviously they're, they're paid gigs. So uh, yeah, if you're, you're interested in broadcasting, and you've you've got the you you're you must be an iRacing already a subscribed iRacing member. That is a must. Uh let's talk. We uh we start April 17th, so I got about a month, month and a half to find somebody. Yeah, if you're out there, give us a shout, let us know. Got lots of options. Oh man. Yeah, so with Hunter coming back to the truck, my you know, we Probably lose one or two. Or it still puts us at seventeen going into the off season. The you know, off season, the three weeks in between. We'll say intermission, not off season. Three week intermission before we we jump into the uh, into the truck. So three more drivers in a month. I think we could do that. I think we can round the field out at twenty, and we just have to get everybody there. <laughs> All at the same time. And you know, I will say we ended up with uh, 18 drivers in our Indy race on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, 18 in the Indy race. We've had 18 drivers, 17 drivers participate in Wednesday Night Dash. So it's it's taken a while to build those numbers up on the Wednesday side, but you know, we're happy with, with how things have gone, and you know, we're just going to keep building off of that. It may not be the 30 and 40 that other leagues have, but we're really happy with this number. It creates some great racing, and Honestly, I don't think you really need 30 plus in a league. And especially you get into some of these smaller tracks, you can't put 30 cars. I mean, you try to put 30 people on a, you know, Iowa in an Indy car or 30 in the Milwaukee or 30 in Bristol or 30 (laughs) at Richmond. I mean, there's a reason Highline Racing League vastly superior driving skill i have no shame to admit that because it's a fact like these are some of the best of the best that are not pro drivers out there 
and they still will heat race and cap their Bristol races at 20. So I, I think a goal is to target 20. I think that's a good, nice round number, 20 people in the league. It's big enough that it's exciting, but it's small enough that we can fit everybody on the track and not have to worry about, you know, as many unfortunate incidents. We have, we have some, but it happens. I remember, remember those people doubting the Indy League. Oh man, if you cap it at twenty five, you're gonna get some bad drivers. Oh. Yeah. No, it's just no, not gonna. We've been lucky. We've we've found you know there there's very few people. Okay, so you you knew like for the indie league, for example, you knew Eric Mattingly. Yeah. From before. Yeah, we've been longtime friends. Everyone else in both leagues we have met through either postings on social media, postings mm -hmm. in league Facebook groups, or friends of friends coming in and built this up from that. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, you know, it's like we get people coming in here, they their friend joins in, their friend comes in and joins us, you know, like. Uh, you know, Chris Fuge joined the Wednesday Night Dash this week. He's a friend of Colton's. He came in, him and Colton formed a team together now. So there you go, Colton. <laughs> and, you know, you look at, at John Miles and, and Lane Snow and, and Jax, who hasn't been able to race yet this year. But, uh, you know, the three of them come in together as a team. They they stumbled upon our league on, through a social media ad and I chatted with John. And, you know, we brought him in. We're pumped that they're here they've you know they've been a you know lane and and uh and john have been a great great addition to the league hope we can get jackson here to race before the end of the year oh, yeah i hope so uh, yeah worst case we'll get him in the trucks oh, definitely it's been a lot of fun I, I think so you know i've i've well primarily managed the wednesday league you've primarily managed the tuesday league what's what's your biggest takeaway managing a league so far i just stay on top of the back end stuff getting the racing going really isn't too bad just going through all the little administrative tasks of getting uh, league assignments and invites and just those little things my answer is i i agree with yours that is definitely an important thing but managing the people in the league is the the biggest i guess not necessarily shock but you know you kind of you know you're dealing with a bunch of people different from different areas different backgrounds different levels of experience and you know you see it leagues falling apart and people just biting each other's heads off for incidents and you know i've I, i've probably put more of my effort in trying to you know quote keep the peace and you know like knock on wood we've have a great group that we've put together and there's been I, I would say very minimal cases where i've had to go and step in and say hey like knock that off come on like we're just out here to have fun let's you know we've it, it's it's you know that that's been that's the easiest part but yeah you know, when you do have to step in and ultimately there will be points or points that i have and there will be points in the future when you bring people in where 
you know, personalities clash, get some hot heads who come in there and, and you just gotta like, look, dude, chill. We're just here to have some fun. You know, if this league isn't for you. That's okay. Go on. It's fine. Lots of other leagues out there. You know, they say like coaching in the NBA or coaching, uh, coaching professional athletes in general it's not the X's and O's that really matter. It's managing the egos. <laughs> and, you know, you look at Real Madrid, the, the famous soccer team from Spain. They had a lot of egos in that locker room, but yet they've been very successful. You have clubs that have a lot of egos and a lot of talent that have not been successful. What's the difference? The manager knew how to control and get the most out of those players and manage those egos. And... Yeah, it's managing. It doesn't even matter. Like it's it's managing in general. I mean, you you're a coach. Yeah, you have different kinds of personalities. I'm sure not all of your teammates care for each other. No, yeah, it's a fact. It's gonna always happen. Yeah, it's just it's like, look, you two may not like each other, but we're on the same team. When you're here in the locker room, you're here practicing. You got to get along. Whether you like each other after or never speak to each other again after the after you're done with this team, fine. You know, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. But while you're in here, as a part of this team. Yeah, it's kind of what I've said in the past. It's, you don't have to like each other. You don't have to talk to each other. You don't have to hang out with each other all the time. But when you're here, just respect each other. That's right. And it's kind of the same thing on the track. Just go out, race hard. Don't do anything. Stuff happens. And just finish the race and we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, and that's that's kind of, you know, we take the same mentality with, with running these leagues and knocking on wood. It's working so so far. So uh, but like I said, just shout out to all the all the people that have come out and driven with us that have yeah, some so many awesome come people and gone. And, yeah. With. Yeah, and, and we've got people coming up like, you charge $40 to get into your Wednesday league? It's like, well, yeah. I mean, one, you have to pay a broadcast fee. That's not cheap. Have you seen what some of these you know, are? Our broadcast fee is super cheap compared to what some of these groups charge. Mm-hmm. And number two, having that prize pool does create the incentive to show up. Yeah, it's like you have a free league or you charge a broadcast fee, a minimal broadcast fee. Yeah, it's we've seen it before with other leagues where people just don't show up and then you get into this like, well, if you stop showing up, you know, you're getting kicked out. But it's like it it incentivizes people to show up and compete for something, one. But two, um, you know, you've got that kind of ownership as well by by, you know, investing in that league and investing in that prize pool that it, it definitely brings a different type of of driver out there a different attitude for how to run that league it definitely makes it fun oh yeah i mean you know i mean technically by definition we're professionals <laughs> <laughs> yeah about that <laughs> we do have that shirt this is professional athlete <laughs> I, I should get that I, I really um, should get that shirt. This just says professional athlete. And there's just, you know, the little FR racing logo on the side. Maybe I'll put that <laughs> on the sleeve. 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go do that. Bring that up on the show here in a couple weeks. We also have the uh, the the infamous. Uh, we're being outrun by the pace car shirt from our early days. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The learning curve. How far we've come. A little bit. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty pretty comfortable in that car. I mean, I'm not Colton level <laughs> yet in the league, but. I'm it's this season's been very productive as far as like development and, and learning and understanding this car. And I made an adjust, a major adjustment to my, my pedal set uh, that I think is going to help. I, I don't want to get into the details yet, but I think it's going to be a big help moving forward. And I, I can just tell like running road Atlanta, I shaved off with my old, setup versus my current setup i shaved immediately shaved seven seconds off my lap time. i mean my lap time was pathetically slow and i shaved seven seconds off just by making a major adjustment to how my pedals work yeah so. that'll make a difference it'll be fun three races to go on wednesday night dash you got what Texas, Dover, and then finish up with Kansas. Kansas, Kansas under the lights. You know Atlanta, the new Atlanta configuration. They don't have lights for that. That's true. They don't do they? No, that's weird. I think that. I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Like you rescan a track and you don't do the lights. That seems like it would be, although the old Daytona, I mean, that's the old one. That's from 2008. The original Daytona doesn't have lights either. That'd be fun. Put the trucks under the lights. Yeah. We're going to do trucks under the lights of Daytona next season. Actually, let's look at this. Guy. <laughs> do a quick put preview the... of our trucks and. I, I unveiled the schedule to the drivers before we went public with it. You know, you're in the league, so uh, you know you get to see the the schedule before the public does. So, just a quick recap before we we run for the night. Uh, April seventeenth, Pocono. April twenty fourth, we'll be going to Atlanta, the old Atlanta configuration. May first, we'll be under Daytona under the lights. May 15 will be the Worldwide Technology Raceway, aka Gateway. We've never done that one before. Uh, that'll be a new one. May 22nd, we'll be going to New Hampshire. Also, I haven't done that in Wednesday night. And then May 29th, Homestead. June 12th, our first trip to Sonoma. Sonoma got a repave this year. Looks good. Yeah, Sonoma, they're in this, you know, in the winter or spring, so it's like lush green around the track. But by the time NASCAR gets there, then it turns brown and yellow. But man, lush green Sonoma looks just incredible. That's yeah, wild seeing a difference. Uh June 26th via Michigan. July 10th, uh Charlotte. And then we'll be closing out the truck season July 17th at Las Vegas under the lights. That's a fun schedule. It'll be a lot of good racing. Yeah, I I I'm really happy with how this looks on paper. 
once we actually get to it maybe a different story yeah we'll, we'll see how how gateway gateway new hampshire <laughs> pocono It'd be a lot uh, of fun yep so come join us forty dollars buys you in covers broadcast fee prize pools gonna go up more than likely um it's well not probably it will it will go up but we're gonna have a, a good prize pool of the broadcast tune in wednesday nights tune in on tuesday nights and uh yeah that should about do it for this week las vegas this weekend in nascar bahrain formula one did you, did you see the uh, intro credits for formula one yet not yet <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of uh, 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 the there really isn't like last year George Russell and is like holding up the wall you know it was like the big meme of of the credits there really isn't a memeable moment I mean yeah, there's like Lewis Hamilton kind of like like punching his fist kind of but the the best one or the funniest one is Yuki Sonoda like when they have the camera like show him he doesn't move like he doesn't move he doesn't blink and it's like was he replaced <laughs> with like a wax figure <laughs> i'll have to check it out yeah it's it's but otherwise like yeah anyway um fracingonline.com come race with us we'll prorate you into the indie league we'll you know prorate you into wednesday night dash if you want for the last three races and get yourself locked in for the trucks in april it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah, come check it out. Have some fun, race with us, and learn a little bit as we go. Yeah, and I I think our big yeah you know, I, I you know, as soon as we like stabilize the number, and then I don't really have to focus on recruiting, and you know we got to find an announcer too. But um, you know I think the next thing is you know we should start working on like development and, and kind of you know not necessarily formal film sessions, but you know kind of work with everybody. Because ultimately, you know, we want to get everybody better and, and competing and make it that, you know, it's this isn't Formula One where you have the same two people up front every week and the rest of us battling towards the end. You know, it's like I've been slowly progressing my way towards the front. I want the others to do the same. I want everybody to come up that, you know, anybody could win on Wednesday. That's that's my ultimate goal is that you come in here. You know, you, you get your practice, we work together, we kind of look at what went well, what didn't go well, have some practice sessions. You know, let's, let's you know, improve the quality of the racing and, uh, you know, it ultimately makes it a better product. Yep, exactly. So, at FR Racing Online, FRRacingOnline.com. And uh, I got to fix OBS. I don't know why. My stream started, but there was no video on it. Don't know why. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Take care.